the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Bit after 4, thank you for tuning in. Beautiful day. A lot of sunshine, some clouds. High around 77. Down to about 58 tonight. Tomorrow on the cloudy side. A little sun. High around 77. Once again. Hey, Danny. Hi, Tim. How's it going? It is just a gorgeous day out. Are you actually checking in today from outside? I actually am. Well, don't enjoy yourself too much, you know. Some of us have to actually be indoors. I'll try not to. I mean, my pool is open. My feet are in right now. It's hard to not enjoy this. Okay. Well, I'm not going to, you know, the Bible says rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And I'll rejoice with the fact that while I am indoors, away from the sun, you were able to soak it in. Good for you. Thank you. I actually had a friend of my dad's one time pull me aside and say, you know, Christians sometimes are good with that mourning part. I go, oh, I'm so sorry. What can I do for you? That's fine. We said, sometimes they're not as good about rejoicing with people. Like, somebody else got the job promotion. Oh, that's great. Good for you. What about me? What about my circumstances? So I do try to be mindful of rejoicing with others, not being jealous in any shape or form. And uh, and supportive. So, uh, but that said, today we have a new song we're going to play. We mix in music every now and again, you know. And uh, have you heard this? It's like a new contest we have going on our website for uh, Colton Dixon, who's a pretty cool artist. He's a relatively new, been around for a while. But um, have have you heard the song called Miracles? Yeah, it's a great tune. Isn't it catchy? It is. So... The contest uh, is actually kind of neat. It's a two-pronged contest. One is where you can win stuff you might expect, like the album and some T-shirts and things. But the other grand prize is actually the chance to play the song Miracles on whatever instrument I guess you're good at or want to try as Colton actually sings the song itself. So you're kind of like a backing, backing, uh, backing band member, if you will. Do you play any instruments, Danny, by chance? Or did you ever take lessons when you were young? Oh, no. I'm not nearly talented enough. Okay. Well, I mean, you could get the xylophone out maybe and go dink, 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 whatever it is, if you learn the melody. All right. <laughs> Cause the, well, because part of this contest, they give you uh, access to the music. I think it is. So, so you can kind of practice, and, and then you submit your uh, your application, if you will, and somebody gets to be part of that. And, and uh, there's some other stuff that goes with that grand prize as well. So... We thought we had some fun, play that song, and maybe even spike it in every now and again over the next uh, month or so as this contest is just now happening, the Colton Dixon Miracles matchup. So we'll get to that song in a moment. 
Uh, also looking forward to having Michael Jr. Are you familiar with Michael Jr., the comedian, by chance, Danny? I'm not. Okay. Well, he, uh, he's he been on a number of the shows. Uh, I think he's been on with Leno and uh, Jimmy Kimmel and some others. Christian guy. He doesn't throw that all over the place, although he is no problem mixing that in as he does his uh, thing. He's been in some movies that folks may know, including War Room. And he's in this brand new movie called Selfie Dad, which is coming out on Friday. And so um, he tackles um, uh, the, the plot. Uh, you know, a lot of these movies that have some kind of a, a, a moral or some things to learn tend to be more on the dramatic side. Uh, this one, from the, all accounts that I've seen, actually teaches, if you will, or helps uh, you know, point out some good things through a lot of humor, and which is always, a, I think, a fun way of, uh, of bringing about a good point. So Michael Jr. is going to join us as well this hour. So that'll be cool. And then uh, we'll have some other things I want to get into. Um, Danny, I want to get your thought on this, too, just to think about this for a moment. As we see on the serious side, a lot of the events going on in the world. Sometimes I sit back and I wonder, like, are you, you know, as you watch things, do you, do you tend to be, uh, do you watch TV or do you get stuff off Facebook? Or where do you f- keep track of kind of what's being talked about, for lack of a better term? I would say TV and Facebook. Okay. And how, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Do you tend to participate or do you tend to mostly read through and just kind of think about what you're seeing? Or do you, do you like to engage people and actually write comments as you're on these platforms or? I would say both. I would, I would like to engage in a conversation just so I can educate myself even more. But I also, you know, am constantly sharing something or, Trying to, I honestly try to engage my friends okay. to comment so we can have a educational conversation. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Well, and I think those are all good things and they're, and they're worth doing. Something I just want to touch on today too, and I don't, I don't know that we'll get into it today, but I want to put it out there food for thought and, and you can even think about this too. Sometimes it occurs to me that you know we're seeing things on TV and we're seeing uh, things on social media and and uh, you could probably rattle off the top five things that have been talked about in the last several months, including obviously coronavirus, George uh, Floyd's death, and some other things too. Um, so not that they shouldn't be talked about. There's always some level of question though in my mind: how much should all of these things be talked about? And if there's a should, maybe should's the wrong word, but. I think the question that I am coming around to is as wanting to encourage myself and people to remember that their lives uh, matter and, the, and they may know that, but to, to, to create almost their own headline. Uh, and a friend of mine put this on her Facebook page the other day that really struck a chord with me. And it's, it's the notion of like, you know, put your, Write a one-line headline. This is more my idea, but it was kind of piggybacking off what she wrote. Like, write a one-line headline in capital letters, if you want, on Facebook. And then underneath it, write three or four sentences about your life or what, what happened around you. Or let's say you're at the supermarket, even, and you just saw uh, mom chooses to be patient rather than yell at her kid in capital letters. And underneath, or or or, or sisters yelled at each other and got mad and then forgave each other. And then you write a little thing underneath because that's the stuff that makes up our day-to-day existence. There's a certain amount of stuff that's going on in the world. Obviously, it matters, the virus and racism and things. But there's also a lot of stuff in, in, and, in and around that 
that I think people can forget about. And uh, I, it, I just think I'm chewing on these things like where, where are the nar- where's the narrative supposed to start? These things are important, but they started somewhere. So the conversation gets going, and all of a sudden you kind of you kind of get swept into the current of it. Even uh, the other day, our pastor uh, a couple weeks ago had a really good sermon, including current events, which I'm all for. I think sometimes a church can be too far removed from what's going on that particular day. So I was great. I really was grateful for that. But at the same time, I keep thinking. So when I wake up tomorrow, am I? Is it kind of almost expected that I need to be thinking the things that are on TV and in social media? And if you're not, there's something wrong with you. Like I, I care about all the stuff that's being talked about, but I also think, you know, I have a daughter who is who's disabled, and um, would it take a video of someone in a nursing home, you know, take, mistreating a disabled elderly person to get people to care about it? Only then, like you're going to care about racism now, o- only because of what's happening now, or, or will you will you step away from what people are talking about and ask yourself that should matter to me all the time, right, or or whatever it might be. So. I know it might be a little on the I'm thinking a lot kind of side, but it's it's wanting to encourage people to remember, I think in a, in, in a nutshell, to to take their cues from God also, ultimately, what what should I be thinking about today and where should my mind go? Maybe if you turned all your social media off, turn the TV off for a day, turn the radio station off for a day, listen and just be, be available to your neighbor who might need help. Some of that stuff to, to remember that there's 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 headlines to be created that aren't generated external to you and that that's important to remember, especially to keep in touch and listen, listen to what God has to tell you so that you are living your each of your days, not just swept into the next headline and you feel like you got to chime in on the next headline and be part of it. And don't get me wrong. Again, I think these things are important and that there is a place for each of us to be talking about these things uh, and, and be educated, not, not put our heads in the proverbial sand and ignore or, and not even to tell other people how much they should be thinking or not thinking about them. But I just, I think there's a little piece of me that's almost, uh, uh, what's the word? Irritated that we're kind of all forced in a certain direction, whether we like it or not. And you kind of like, well, who started the conversation? Why are we all talking about this so much? Or who said we don't, who said we're going to stop talking about it? We're going to start talking about that thing instead. So some of it you can't stop. Some of it's just how it is. But uh, to, the sen- to, the, to the extent that each of us is an independent person, an individual, I just I guess want to encourage myself and encourage people to, to consider, you know, consider these things and, um, and realize that their, their lives are more than what they scroll through and what, the, what is on television. You might say, you know, people might say, oh, I know all that, but it's easy to you know, kind of go, get up and go to bed and you look at your life and it was dictated a lot by everyone else. And um, I think there's a part of me that wants to encourage people to, to remember they matter, their own lives matter, what they're doing, their own struggles matter. And it doesn't have to be on TV or, or a popular um, trending topic to matter. And, uh, and on top of that, you know, we have the people right around us that we get to interact with, right, that, that uh, we have an influence on, whether it's a sibling or a parent or friends, our immediate circle, that we can have a tangible effect on for sure. We can step into their lives and love them. Um, so anyhow, that's just, I'm not sure, you know, some days I'll have to have a conversation about these things and you take some calls on it. Today, I actually wanted to play a few songs besides the Colton Dixon one we mentioned at the top of the show that would just be encouraging to people because in and around all of this, um, there's the thought about God's on his throne and that, uh, 
no matter how you're feeling, you don't have to be afraid. Uh, my wife and I were talking about this the other day, uh, just to wrap out our segment here. Um, and a friend had just, uh, because so much has been going on also at, in, at home and all that with us, and I think a lot of people are feeling that too, that this uh, friend of ours, good friend of ours, just said to my wife, said, don't forget God is on his throne. And so I want to play a few songs today just to remind people of that and remind myself of that too. And uh, even mixing a couple of verses too. So a lot to do this hour. I know that's a lot to start the show with, but it's been percolating in my head for a couple days. And uh, there you have it. <laughs> so um, anyway, so let's take our first break and we'll come back and uh, play that Colton Dixon song called Miracles. It's a fun one. And uh, by the way, um, we have a contest, as I mentioned, on our website at WFIL.com that you can go to and uh, enter to win to be part of Colton Dixon's um, uh, Miracles matchup where you can play keyboard or or some in-string guitar, perhaps backing Colton up. Check out our uh, contest and surveys page for more info on that. Quick break, come back and get that uh, song rolling for you and go from there. It's Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. And now... Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again? Nothing up my sleeve. Presto! Wrong hat. I take a seven and a half. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Ninety miles on the highway... Every day moving so fast I know that it's more than time, yeah Right before I hit the ground, son How you came along and found me AM560WFL.com and on the app His name is Colton Dixon The song is called Miracles And uh, we are having a contest going right now on our website Called the Miracles Matchup Where you could wind up winning one of a couple of grand prizes Including the opportunity to back Colton up uh, on an instrument of your choice, and uh, you can get all the details for that in the contests and surveys page at WFIL.com. Something I uh, did not mention at the top of the program, simply uh, letting you know our Bible League partnership is going well. We are four, let's see, 429 Bibles from our goal. So we're getting close. It's over 80% of the way there. Every day there's progress happening. And uh, today I thought I would just throw this out there as part of what we're doing. I'd like to spur you on to love and good deeds, as Scripture says, and for anyone who goes online, specifically, WFIL.com, right in our homepage, there's the Fan the Flame Bibles for Asia banner. I'd like to add five Bibles to whatever you do. So we wound up having a number of folks do this this hour. We might even finish the goal today. Each Bible is just $5, and uh, we'll be in the recipient's language. Bible League has worked for over 80 years doing this sort of work, bringing the Word of God around the world and doing some training. And uh, so the details on that are on our homepage. It's very easy to do. That's why I like it. It's, I mean, it's fundamental. It's the Word of God, and it's $5, and it's uh, being a blessing without having to leave your house, which is kind of how things are these days in some shape or form. So uh, thank you to Mary Ellen Darby did five. Michael in Doylestown did 50. Richard in Somerset, New Jersey did 10 uh, over these past days and weeks. And so we are almost to the goal, 2,200, just 429 to go. So if you want to help out, you can call, sir, certainly, 800-YES-WORD is a number, 800-YES-WORD. In fact, you know what? I'll find out after the fact. I have a portal where I can see who donates online, 
And so that way I could kind of even mention on the show a time or two before five o'clock. But either way, you want to go online, you want to call anybody who donates any amount, whether it's one Bible or a hundred Bibles or a thousand Bibles, whatever you do, I'll add five to that. And I want to spur you on and encourage you to be helping bring the gospel to Asia. The great thing is the, the word is that the gospel is growing very quickly. However, not as great is that there aren't enough Bibles to go around. So we want to help out with that and encourage you to do this. And, and, and you know, consider this. This is not just the first Bible that these folks will have. It probably be the only Bible they ever have. So it's a, it's really an amazing lifetime investment you're providing for someone else for $5. Right? There you go. Again, the number is 800-YES-WORD. If you want to call 800-937-9673. Or click the Fan the Flame Bibles for Asia banner at WFIL.com. Comedian Michael Jr. going to join us in a few moments. Also, as I mentioned, I want to play a couple songs of encouragement for you that God is on his throne. We'll get to those as the hour unfolds here, including one just a moment from now, WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. My boy, we're pilgrims in an unholy land. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL. On the Ritz. Awesome and 560WFL.com on the app, a classic from Rich Mullins. That's Awesome God. Just a reminder, and uh, all the things happening in our world these days, that God is still on his throne. Psalm 47, verse 8 says that specifically God reigns over the nations. Over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. And he's still there. Psalm 47, verse 8. Hope you're having a good day. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. We have a nice, sunny, cloudy kind of combo going the rest of the afternoon. 77 to high. Eventually a low of 58 tonight. And then tomorrow, kind of cloudy with some sun uh, and uh, a high around 76. We uh, are welcoming now the star of the forthcoming movie Selfie Dad, which releases this Friday. Comedian Michael Jr. How you doing, sir? Yo, what up, Tim? How you doing, bro? <laughs> Good. Good to hear your voice and uh, make your acquaintance a little bit. We're excited for the Selfie Dad movie. And uh, what piqued your interest in, in uh, being part of that? A little too close to home, right? You got five kids. Maybe that's a good prep. I do. I got, I got five kids. And the main thing that piqued my interest was really the money. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't yeah, going to say it, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, the fact that I get to do stand-up comedy all over the country, and now I get to do a comedy film that could also um, inspire children and dads, really dads to be better dads, I'm super excited about that. So when I read the script, I was like, let's do this right up my alley. Not that I hang out in alleys a lot. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) The fact that people don't have to go to theaters to watch it now because of this virus, we decided to release it video on demand so people can watch it at their house. Super exciting. You don't have to pay $97 for popcorn. Like, this is really going to be really awesome. <laughs> That's great. Can you give in a nutshell just the main, the main, uh, you know, your character, what people are in store for when they see you and what you do in the film? Yeah, so basically it's a, it's a, a dad. He's got kids. He's got a wife. But he also has this ability to make people laugh that's been dormant for a while. And now he, he 
he goes after it. He starts a YouTube channel, and it blows up, and he's getting everything he wants, but he's losing what it is he needs, which is his family. It was right there in front of him the whole time. Hmm. So he has to come to grips with that and figure out a way to come up with a balance where his humor and his, uh, more importantly, his love for being a dad can really uh, prevail. So, And you get to see this kind of take place through some comedic ways and some understandings that he gains. And it's really kind of cool the way it comes together, but it doesn't really come together, but kind of comes together. hope yeah, that makes sense. Of course. Well, it'll, see, it'll make more sense when we see the film, uh, but that's great. I'm looking forward to it very much. Selfie Dad, we're chatting with Michael Jr. Uh, just on a side note, kind of related to what you're saying, Folks may you know know you from other uh, with being in the War Room movie, for example. And there's a gym scene in the War Room that uh, is a very serious scene. And but at the very end, you say something like, "Somebody's going to have to help me with this." Like it was a heavy barbell or something. And it reminds. Yeah, what was so cool about that? Oh, yeah, ahead. no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, yeah, I was just going to say. No, 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 you wanted to say something. Yeah, well, right. sure. It was just that when um, the trailer for Selfie Dad, there was another part where there's a, like, a, a little bit of a serious line, and then you're like, that was awkward. And like, yeah, I guess it was. And, and so it's like a, a fun line's never very far away from the serious part of what you do. Is that is that really you? Exactly. That's yeah. really what. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what happens at my events, at my live shows. Yeah. But in that movie that you're talking about, War Room, that little scene with the, with the barbells, I actually they let me make it up on the spot. <laughs> Is the script for you, uh, do you feel like, you know, because a lot of times movies that are along these lines in terms of some good things to say and learn from and all that, they're a little more on the dramatic side, but this is more on the, I mean, it's a combination, would you say, of both drama and comedy or even a little bit more on the comedy side? Yeah, I would say it's a combination. Uh, they, the story is really, really strong, but they allow me, literally, after we got the script, after we hit everything, all of the lines I'm supposed to hit, they would, the director would say to me, okay, Michael, now do one the way you would do it. So they literally let me do it the way I would. So even with the scene where I get put over by the police, initially in the script, they said, Michael, Ben gets put over by the police, and he gets out the car. I was like, wait a minute, bro. Black people, we don't even get out the car. I don't know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> so it was a little, it was some learning curves there, but we were actually able to cre- create humor and information in the midst of that understanding. So a lot of this film, a lot of, like, I wonder if the, your people will be able to see what was improv and what was that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. And that's great insight. So when we're watching, we can... And that's, that's insightful on the director's part to, to allow for that, which, is, which sounds very smart. Yeah. Very secure director. Really great guy, Brad Silverman. He just, he just made some really great choices with this movie. And some really cool stuff happened towards it, like, in the film that wasn't supposed to be there. So there's a scene where my daughter has a play called Grease, and at the beginning she talks about it, but if you pay attention, and you wouldn't notice this unless you've listened to this interview, if you pay attention throughout the movie, the dad doesn't know anything about the movie, the, the play Grease, nothing. There's a scene in the hallway at the end when it's dark. If you don't look for it, you'll miss it, but there's something amazing that happens between the daughter and the dad in the hallway at dark. Just trust me, watch that scene, in reference to him not knowing anything about the movie, about the play Grease. 
That's great. Uh, I think it'll be pretty special for you. Excellent. Thanks for the tip. Michael Jr. been our guest. Uh, the movie Selfie Dad coming out on Friday. One last question for you. From Laughing on Purpose, which is a special a lot of folks know, and other ones. You just touched on it there for a second. A number of your jokes reference race and freely, it seems like. And just talk for a second how your comedy developed, including your approach to, you know, regarding race, and especially in the days we find ourselves in, how you navigate those waters. Yeah, I think what's important is the more we can laugh with each other, the more we can laugh at our differences, the less important they become. So I think it's like I put a video on my Facebook page about an incident that I had with police where they put a gun to my head, put the hammer back. But then it's this, in the same story, I talk about my ability to get to the point where I could ease, where I could forgive because I was able to give to someone else. So I put that on my Facebook page. We got a lot of love about it. But I think one of the things that should happen, specifically with the police, is I think a great move would be if it was required that all police officers do seven to ten uh, visits to homes in the community that they serve without their gun, without the badge, and just have dinner. With a, with a family, ideally a family that doesn't look like them. Because something changes when you have a meal, when you go in someone's house. I never met an officer or knew his first name until I was 30 years old and he was in my autograph line. Prior to that, I never knew his name was Brandon or Jim or Tom. He was always the police. He was always an object, which means I was always an object because he didn't know me. So if we break bread together, I think that could change the game in a significant way. I love it. Michael Jr., thanks so much. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. All right, Michael Jr. And, uh, wow, I love that. Great wisdom. He's got a lot of interviews he's doing. I'm glad we have him for five, ten minutes there. Uh, this Friday, Selfie Dad is the movie. And, again, it'll be available on various uh, online platforms. And uh, I love I love listening to what people have to say. And they, they, they uh, often you get a, a really nice gem. It's a real wisdom. And uh, I love having that opportunity on the program. So, uh, Michael Jr., again, the... Uh, the guest we have right there. I have a quick break to do, and then I want to come back and give you some more encouragement through God's uh, uh, through song, and maybe a, 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 I'm not going to sing, don't worry, but uh, through a couple of songs and also some scripture verses. And one other quick thing I, I mentioned near, I don't know, partway through the show, that our, our partnership with Bible League is going well, but we're still about, I guess we're 429 shy. So anybody who's willing to help out by either calling 800-YES-WORD or going to our website, wfil.com, and clicking the Fan the Flame Bibles for Asia banner and doing, you know, whatever you do, one, five, 50, whatever it is, I'll add five. So between now, let's give it to a quarter after five. I'd love to see a number of folks jump in and then maybe we can close everything off. We're getting close. Each one's just $5 and they're going to Asia to help uh, provide believers who don't yet have a Bible, uh, have one. It's pretty fundamental, simple stuff. The gospel's growing quickly in Asia, but they don't have enough Bibles to go around. So let's help that not be an issue, shall we? All right. It's a cool thing. Thanks to everyone who's helped out so far. One more time, 1-800-YES-WORD, or click the Fan the Flame Bibles for Asia banner at WFIL.com. Thank you so much from Bible League International and WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 444 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Just from uh, God's Word, there's so many great verses to encourage you. I mentioned near the top of the program, just thinking through that God is on his throne. We shared a scripture from the uh, Book of Psalms about that, and uh, there's so many good ones. I uh, hear a couple more from Psalms, just to hear God's truth as it is. Psalm 27.1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? 
The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 23, 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. In John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. God is in control. That's why the Paris sings about here. Come to my show on WFIL. AM 560 WFAL.com on the app. Twilight Paris. God is in control. Isn't that the truth? 450 quick break. Come back and wrap things up in just a bit. WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 453 on the Tim DeMoss Show as we come down the home stretch. Wanted to mix in some scriptures and a few songs this hour, among other things, just to encourage you and remind yourself as you wade through all the things happening in the world that God's on his throne. I had an encouragement from those words of encouragement from a friend recently, and it's true. We have to remember that. Uh, one of the scriptures that comes to mind as we close things out here from Romans 8, verses 38 and 39. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That's Romans 8, 38, and 39. Great words, and I think the Katinas bring it together nicely. Their song, You Are God, will close out this today. Looking forward to rejoining you tomorrow. It's Tim DeMoss Show. Have a great rest of your day. Tinos and WFIL, just a few seconds in the back end here. Wanted to remind folks, if you could use prayer, we have a prayer center on our website. Just go to WFIL.com. You'll see one of the tabs says more. And from the drop-down menu, there's a prayer center link. Could be a request for health or finances or relationships or struggle with uh, different things in your life, whatever it might be. You can certainly follow it with praise reports and uh, share what you're thankful for. It's a prayer center right on our homepage at WFIL.com. Welcome to it. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.